Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business. So you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello loves, welcome to another episode. Today's episode is a really short, sweet and quick one. So make sure you get yourself a cup of tea or a really nice warm drink or maybe even a glass of wine or kombucha, whatever is your cup of tea, (laughs) literally. Um, Because I'm sitting down and talking about my three things that I actually wish I knew earlier on my fitness and health journey. Um, And these are a few things that I wish I knew about. I wish I was educated on. I wish I had implemented sooner because it would have actually been able to catapult me further with my health and fitness journey sooner, quicker, faster. However, I know it's all in perfect divine timing. But yeah, these are the three things I wish I knew earlier on my fitness and health journey. So I can't wait for you to tune into this and gain value from this. And even from what I've shared too, that I can share what I've learned and you can be able to not make the same mistakes that I did and also have some more knowledge of what could work for you, do a bit of trial and error, because what worked for me might also work really well for you along your health and fitness journey. So let's dive right in. The second thing I wish I knew earlier on my health and fitness journey is was about conscious eating. So I used to, after going through my journey with addicted to diet culture previously and influenced by diet culture a lot and also restrictive eating, I went into intuitive eating. However, intuitive eating is really great, but... I was using intuitive eating as a way to be like, oh, it's fine. I can eat whatever I I want (laughs) and there won't be any consequences. And like rather than eating to feel good, I was kind of just intuitively using intuitive eating to just eat still food, like crappy food all the time. And also I wasn't eating until I was actually full and satisfied I was eating until I was like physically sick it was also definitely because my hunger cues and signs were completely diminished after ignoring them for so long during having restrictive eating um, previously but rather than looking at now as like in intuitive eating, I'm much more switching it to conscious eating. So conscious eating is really all about just being aware and conscious when choosing the foods I want to eat, what's actually going to nourish me and make me feel good and is going to make me feel energized uh, rather than ch- like actually being conscious of like the food choices I make on a day-to-day basis through breakfast, lunch, dinner, and also being conscious of how much I'm eating too with the awareness of like like sitting and being present with my food and not having distractions there. I'm still not perfect. Like <laughs> I still sometimes will look at my phone while I'm eating, but I'm just being much more aware 
of being slow with my food and not rushing while eating because I used to literally rush my breakfast and when I was working full-time I would literally take my breakfast in the car as I was running out the door I'd have a piece of toast in my mouth and like (laughs) it's just not the best way to digest food and I would just choose foods that I was like I just feel like this so I'll just have it rather than being like okay consciously if I feel like do I actually feel like this food or is it just a craving that is I'm wanting to fulfill where I could actually meet that craving like somewhere else in a food that's actually going to nourish me and make me feel good because often too when we have cravings it's usually because we are deficient in something like for example if you have a craving for I don't even know like salt salty chips <laughs> um let's say you get hot like you want some hot chips some fries whatever it happens to be but you want the saltiness of it too usually that means that you need some sodium some actually that's what you're deficient in sodium and also maybe you all like need some complex carbohydrates so when you have a craving even chocolate too like there's some things too if you have a craving for chocolate maybe you actually need the nutrients of what like the cocoa bean cocoa (laughs) actually gives you so yeah just being conscious of and aware of when you are having a craving for something actually being like is it something that I actually really want to eat right now and it doesn't always mean too that you have to restrict yourself all the time like when you're out for dinner with friends like like I often eat exactly what I want to eat in that moment. If I want a burger, I'm going to eat a burger. If I want a pizza, I'm going to eat a pizza. As long as it's vegan, so fine with me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, it was just all about like the, the mindset of conscious eating is really just being conscious of choosing and realize and bringing your power back to that. You are choosing consciously choosing what you're putting in your body, what what like how much you're putting in your body what times you're eating like all those things so just really being conscious and aware because a lot of the time too like I usually I would eat and binge and I would have like a block of chocolate and it would be gone in two seconds and I'm like how did that even happen (laughs) previously so now it's being conscious of like when I'm having like a piece of chocolate I literally will be so slow with it I will allow it to melt in my mouth and it just makes the experience so much more enjoyable. So it's just being conscious and slow. So conscious eating is a big part and key that I wish I really did learn earlier. And the last thing I wish I knew earlier on my health and fitness journey was the importance of tracking and training with your cycle. Ladies, this is one of the biggest elements that I would speak on that has played the biggest impact on my health, my well-being, my fitness, my relationship with my period, my like literally how I have been able to create the amount of success in my life, how I've been able to really manage my energy, how I've been able to regulate my emotions. Like it's played such a big role in every single area of my life. And when I've when I started tracking my cycle and I started to really be aware of my cycle and actually knowing the types of food to eat at different phases of my cycle was an absolute game changer for me. It's it's fascinates me so much with cycles and 
what it does for a woman's body and a woman like woman's hormones hormones is one of the biggest elements that can help you on your health and fitness journey having balanced hormones can impact so many areas of like other systems in your body other areas in your health as well and syncing with your cycle is a key element if you're a woman who menstruates this is a key element to bring into your health and wellness and fitness. So syncing with your cycle is really about knowing the phases of each of your cycle. It's all about actually knowing which phase of your cycle you're in. So the really cool benefits of actually, I'll start with first, is the benefits of cycle syncing is that overall cycle syncing can help you better understand your body's needs and optimize your daily routine to improve your physical and mental health. So there's several benefits of cycle syncing, including improved hormonal balance, which I spoke about before, increased energy levels and productivity, better sleep, reduced PMS symptoms, and improved fertility. So by aligning your daily routine with the different phases of your menstrual cycle, you can actually optimize your physical and mental health. So as well, when it comes to improved hormonal balance, cycle syncing can really help regulate your hormonal imbalances by providing the right nutrients and exercises that your body needs during each phase of your cycle. So I remember a time too where I was doing the like intense F45 workouts even during my period and I remember being like why like why is it that I can lift my like way much or like I'm way more like energized during like certain like areas of the days of the month like I was so confused I didn't actually have the awareness of what it actually meant with your cycle and how there's different phases of your cycle is different bodily functions that are happening during each phase of your cycle and that it's actually important to do different types of exercises during each phase of your cycle. So there's actually four phases of your cycle. Phase one is your menstrual phase. So your menstrual phase is essentially when you are on your bleed (laughs) and you are menstruating and you tend to have lower lower serotonin levels, which can also lead to mood changes during this time. And you have a decrease in motivation as well. So this phase is considered to be your inner winter. Um, It's a great time to slow down, reflect, journal, go inwards and tune into your intuition. And I like, I see a lot of people who, for example, um, I'm going to use my sister as an example. She was doing competitive tennis when she was uh, around like 14, 15, I think, I believe. Um, And she was training like five hours a day or something ridiculous like that. And she actually ended up losing her periods because she was training so heavily in all, like every day. And she was over-exercising and not giving her body time to rest and recover. So this is why your menstrual phase is super important to listen to your body. If you feel like you actually like could train and you actually like you, for example, if you're like in the leading days up until your menstrual phase or a few days after or something like that, like definitely if your body's feeling good to go and you want to go like lift weights, 
go do it. But what is recommended in your menstrual phase is definitely doing having lots of rest like napping can be considered a sport during this phase (laughs) so I find it interesting too because we as women live in a a society that is run by the essentially like a man's body clock from our like circadian rhythm so from it's like on a daily cycle (laughs) where you get up have all the energy in the morning like and you go to work work for eight hours or whatever come home and that's where you start to wind down like it's on this is what men predominantly work on we also have it too but we also have our other cycle which is our infradium cycle which is our those four phases of our cycle so we as women actually have different energy throughout different phases of our cycle so it's so normal to not have much energy during your menstrual phase so I don't honestly I don't understand I think it should be a thing in every company in every job where as a woman as a woman who menstruates that we should be given that time off to not work to rest to go inwards (laughs) to take time for ourselves but we've been so conditioned where we just have to like, you just like, you push through, you know, you push through the, like the period pain, the uncomfortableness of your period. And you just continue going, doing your daily thing because we've been so conditioned because that's how a society runs. Right. And, but we actually thrive on a 28 day cycle. We thrive not on the 24 hour cycle. We thrive on the 28 day cycle. And there's different times in our different phases where we are way more energetic, way more outgoing. There's other times where we, in our menstrual phase, we want to go more internal. We want to go in our cocoon and restore and feel refreshed coming out afterwards. So the menstrual phase is really all about that. The second phase is your follicular phase, which is during the follicular phase, estrogen levels increase, leading to improved verbal fluency and creativity. This phase is considered to be your inner spring, and it's a great time to focus on the things that bring you joy, uplift you, and give you energy. So this is a really cool phase as well, because this is the time where you're coming out again you're starting to tap more into like your creative side creative side it's it's like springtime for you as well um the next phase the third phase is your ovulatory phase like when you're ovulating so during ovulation women tend to feel more confident and outgoing due to increased testosterone levels so this phase is considered to be your inner summer and it's where you feel your most magnetic and sexiest ovulation phase is definitely my favorite phase <laughs> because that's when you have the most amount of energy. That's when you want to go out and be social. That's when you really want to have like hot, juicy, saucy sex with your partner or with yourself. Um, it's a really, really fun phase too. And if you use this phase to your advantage, you can get so much done during the phase. You can you have most the most amount of energy to burn during this phase. The last phase is your luteal phase. So during the luteal phase, progesterone levels increase, leading to changes in mood and energy levels. So this phase is considered to be your inner autumn and it's a great time to begin to go within, 
and to start to slow down in preparation for the menstrual phase that's just around the corner. So this is when you just come out of your ovulation phase, you head into your luteal phase and you're like almost in preparation mode. Like it's time to like finish up projects, close down and ready to prepare for your menstrual phase. So that is the four phases. I want to share two on like the the elements of syncing with a cycle that really helped me on my health and fitness journey too. So when it comes to cycle syncing as well, there's certain things, for example, I'm going to say in business and in your career that in your follicular phase, um, actually I'll start with the menstrual phase and that's, that's why I started with before. So you guys don't get confused. Menstrual phase, the theme around the menstrual phase is really like rest, your strengths at this time is evaluation and intuition. So it's really time to re- relax and reflect on the past month. Be kind to yourself as you review all the good things you've accomplished and know any areas of your life that feel less than optimal or that need attention. So it's really about like reflection, evaluation, and tuning into your own intuition. It's a great time to spend time journaling, reviewing, and noting what you might need to let go of and what you might do to shift in the coming months. So use it as a starting point for setting intentions during your next follicular phase. So when the cycle starts over again (laughs) and into your follicular phase. So in the menstrual phase two, some great exercise examples of movement to do. Um, it's still important to like make sure you have time to rest. You don't have to be moving, but some great ways to incorporate movement into this phase is really by like stretching, by doing really slow, soft yoga, um, slow Pilates. You could also go just for like a really light walk. Um, but yeah, this time is really definitely focused more on rest as well your follicular phase uh the prepare phase so this your strength during this time is creativity so dream big brain brainstorm initiate prepare and plan research be curious explore interview people take courses gather resources chart your strategy set your intentions for the week month or year ahead Clarify your vision and get new projects off the ground. Fill in your planner with what you want to accomplish in the coming weeks. So I know this is all, isn't isn't all related to health and fitness, but it also kind of is because it's the health of your 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 career, your business, your and this also flows into other areas of your life too. Because that's what I'm all about too. Health is not just about nutrition and exercise. It also means nourishing the other areas of life, like career, business, uh, friendships, your partner, like your relationship with yourself. It's all the things. So um, with this phase two, it's super important during your follicular phase to be able to do something like do still be doing yoga. You can do some cardio, some dance, uh, Zumba are really great ways to discover movement that like this is where you try new things essentially and you can discover new movement movement and exercises that you really love. So trying some new things with your exercise and movement is a great time in your follicular phase because you're feeling more creative. You want to try new things, prepare and plan to um, and yeah, so that's the follicular phase. The ovulatory phase, so when you're ovulating, it's like, 
theme around this is open up. So when you have the most amount of energy, strengths are communication and collaboration. This is when you like allow yourself to be seen, talk about your plans, collaborate with others, schedule dates and meetings, go to lunch with girlfriends, host a party, connect with others, have important conversations and during ovulation as well, exercising, you have the most amount of energy to burn. So go for it. Like choose high impact group workouts. You can do like boot camps, hit the gym, go for runs, anything that's high intensity, you're going to want to do during this phase. This is when you have the most amount of energy, especially when you're um, nourishing your body, right? Which I'll be sharing about in a minute. Uh, So that's your ovulatory phase in your last phase. Luteals, this is like the theme around this is work. So strengths are completion, nurturing, tending. So this is your get it done phase. Don't procrastinate, get it organized. Accomplish the projects and goals that you plan during your follicular phase. Feel good about wrapping things up. Attend to your home, finances, and administrative tasks. Do your deep work. Celebrate how powerful you are. And during this phase too, during the first part of the week, Uh, in this phase you'll likely still have lots of energy to burn because you're just coming out of your ovulation phase so use this energy for super slow strength training or intense yoga and scale back later in the week to lighter activities like walking pilates and yin yoga so that's essentially all the phases and the exercises to do that are really going to benefit you during each phase and there's also really specific like foods to eat in different phases of your cycle as well. So for example, in your menstrual phase, it's actually really beneficial for you to like have beetroot, have some kale, um, eating mushrooms. These are just like the superfoods that are going to help you the most during your period and your menstrual phase. Uh, Blueberries, watermelon is really great to have during this phase too. Miso is really great to have as well. I usually get like a miso soup if I'm having like period cramps or anything like that, that it's really great to help settle that. During your uh, luteal phase as well, sorry, not your luteal, we'll go to follicular phase. Follicular phase is really great to have like oat, oats during that time, broccoli, carrot, zucchini, avocado, healthy fats, um, lychees, Uh, It's also really good to have like flax seeds during all phases of your cycle. Flax seeds are a really good one to have as like during all phases to make sure you're keeping up with all your nutrients that you need to have. Orange is really good during this phase too. When you're ovulating, it's great to have quinoa, chives, uh, spinach, tomato. These are just a few I'm naming off too. There's heaps more, but just a few naming off. Uh, Raspberries, strawberry, uh, red lentils, pumpkin seeds. Uh, turmeric, uh, luteal phase, brown rice, cauliflower, cucumber, ginger, garlic, pumpkin, sweet potatoes, banana, pineapple, mango, uh, spirulina. So they're just a few of the foods that are really great to have during each phase of your cycle as well. So that's essentially the main component that's really helped me sync my cycle it's helped balance my hormones again it's helped give me more energy it's helped me feel way more empowered as a woman it's helped me connect with my period more it's given me the permission slip in like that I can rest during my period it's helped me decrease 
the PMS symptoms that I have. Like I'm currently literally on my period day one today. I've got a little bit of discomfort in my stomach, but because I've been nourishing myself and feeding myself the foods that are important in each phase and making sure that I'm I take whole food supplements as well that are food-based. I have a food label on them and I am making sure that I am also, I've also utilized each phase of my cycle and prepared to, to give myself space to rest that I hardly have any PMS symptoms at all, which I used to have so many PMS symptoms. I used to feel like I needed to just lay on the couch and I was in pain. I had like a you know, I had a red water, like hot water bottle in my tummy. <laughs> like it was terrible. I had like massive head- headaches as well, but it's reduced, like sinking my cycle has reduced my PMS symptoms immensely. So I'm just ending this, po- this podcast off here. I hope this has been really valuable and helpful. If you would love some, like to be able to sink your cycle, to have the benefits that I've been able to create with being able to reduce my PMS symptoms, have more energy in my cycle, be connected more to like my feminine energy and just to myself as a woman and feel empowered with my period. We actually have a 16-week holistic health program that will support you to live, eat and move your body in alignment with your cycle that actually started a few days ago. So there's still time to join um, this 16-week cycle syncing program is where you'll join a global community of women who are actively working towards falling back in love with their body, their cycle, and tap into their natural gifts and powers within. So in this program, you really learn to connect with your body and understand its natural rhythms and thrive in all seasons of your menstrual cycle. So during the 16 weeks, what you can expect is that you actually be given a really beautiful starter guide. There's 16 weeks of learning plus 12 months complimentary access to our entire program that will also help you with syncing with your cycle and feeling your absolute best mind body and soul there's unlimited amounts of tools and resources there's live q a's there's really healthy recipes to nourish and and support your body during each phase um we've got workout guides we've got pt sessions we've got yoga so many workouts that you can do from your home easily and be able to nourish yourself with all the different types of workouts during each phase as well. Um, There's also a really beautiful biohacking and sleep initiative in this too. Um, And also like how to align your lifestyle with your cycle too. So this is an incredible program. I'm so excited to be diving in even more so and learning even more I can that I can to learn about how to sync even more with my cycle, how to nourish myself more. So if this is something you would love to learn more about, I've just popped the website in the description box below in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Um, and if you would love to join it with me and have me as your personal coach alongside the program. I'm just popping a job form link below where you just fill out to apply to work with me and I will be in touch from there. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you have, please share this on your socials and tag me at the divine underscore discovery with love. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served you today 
and I hope you got some delicious value from it. And if you did love it, please share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at the divine underscore discovery and connect with me further on there. I always love to receive messages and I would love to hear your takeaways from either one of these episodes on the podcast. And make sure you check the show notes below to make sure you don't miss out on any links for what we spoke about in this episode and also for any other links to find out more information about how to work with me, my services and my offerings. Have a beautiful divine day, lovelies.